All right. Welcome, everybody. This is High Fives and Hangovers. I am your host, Bam. We're here with Zach Smith from Traveling Hands. Welcome, brother. Thanks, man. I'm psyched to be here. Um, so I, I met you at, at Ann and Ivan from Mancha Conchas, yeah. uh, one of their dinner parties, one of their events that they have. And I, he- I heard your story. Mm-hmm. It was super awesome. It was, it was inspiring to, to listen to that oh, night. Thanks. thanks, man. So for the listeners who haven't gotten to hear, hear your story, how 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 did this how did this start? So so you were you were a massage therapist. Yeah, um, I've been in the spa business for I don't know, about twenty ish years at this point. Wow. Uh, I started in a locker room, like picking up towels and robes and making sure there was shaving cream and razors and soap in the showers, that kind of thing. Okay. About six months later, doing that, I end up working directly with all the therapists. I'm in a little ten by ten room with a bunch of products and I would get their seaweed masks ready or their mud ready for their treatments and put it on a tray for them. So I started working with the therapist, making sure they had what they needed every day. Okay. And uh, then I kind of became uh, their human test subject. Right? <laughs> so if, any of the, if, if they ever needed to train a new therapist or learn a new modality or a new technique, mm-hmm. I was the body. I got to be practiced on. So I had probably 50, 60 different therapists work on me over the course of about a year and a half. Oh, wow. And I would always, um, well, because I, I skipped a bit because that job that I was telling you about uh-huh. didn't require me to work much more than about 10 minutes out of each hour. Okay. So okay. the rest of the time I was just like farting around basically. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I would rub some of the other therapists' shoulders in between sessions, right? Like just by way of reciprocating. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and uh, every single time, they're like, man, you got great hands. You should really go to school for this. I'm like 17, 18 years old. I'm like, I won't touch strangers all day. That's weird. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, man, I'm good. So, uh, no, I fart around. Yeah, did a, I sold cell phones. I sold dance photography. Um, you know, I had a couple of random jobs here and there. And I ended up working at one of the casinos in Connecticut. Oh, wow. And I did valet there. And... Uh, Ended up crashing a couple cars, getting fired from that job, <laughs> and I went up to their spa. And I went, you know, I started working at their front desk and very quickly became the front desk supervisor. Um, one night I'm there, and we're, that place was fully booked, like two weeks in advance. You never could get a massage their day off. This guy comes in, and remember, this is in Connecticut, right? Yeah, yeah. So this guy comes in one night, and we're like... 15 minutes away from closing he comes in he's got the you know the slick back new jersey hair big guy wearing a suit right yeah thick jersey accent looked like one of the sopranos came walking in right <laughs> so i'm talking to this guy he comes in he's like yeah man uh, i could really use a massage i've been you know i've been at the tables all night could really use a massage i'm like oh, i'm really sorry man we've been booked for you know a couple of weeks i got nothing mm-hmm. and you could just tell he was he was bummed about it he was like he was really bummed out and i'm like look I'm not a massage therapist, but I got a chair over here. I can sit you in the chair. I can give you a 10-minute shoulder rub just because we couldn't accommodate you. I'm management at that point. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, take care of this guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, that'd be great. I'd really appreciate it. So I take the jacket off, roll up the, the shirt sleeves, and start working on this guy for, like, 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And he gets up, and he grabs me by my hand, I like to shake my hand, grabs me and pulls me in real close. He says, if I come back here, and you're still behind that desk and not in one of those massage rooms, you and me are going to have a problem. <laughs> and gives me a $50, wow. $50 tip. Wow. And I'm like, wow, okay, I got it. Ha, 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 whatever, move on with my day. Yeah. I'm driving home from work that night, and an ad comes on the radio. 
brand new massage school opening up five minutes from where you live. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. I, I get it. Fine. I'll go to massage school. So I went and checked it out the next day. I was enrolled the next week. And yeah, 16 years later, I'm sitting in Southern California with my own massage company. Dude. So. It's amazing how the yeah. universe works, isn't it? It's like, fantastic, it, it, yeah. It, it's it's, it's going to send you subtle hints. Until they become not so subtle. Until they become not so subtle, yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, oh okay, I guess I better go do that. Yeah, um, that is awesome, man. Yeah, so we, I worked at a, a really nice spa in Connecticut for about 10 years, 9, 10 years as a massage therapist. I actually ended up managing that whole facility for about a year and a half. Moved out to California about seven years ago. Worked for a mobile massage company out here. They got hired by the Marriott to open... Uh, a massage facility within the Marriott. Okay. And because of my previous experience, they asked me to to handle that. Mm-hmm. Like, can you help us start this facility? And I was like, sure. So I hired about 30 massage therapists, five front desk people, got all the protocols written, got the place up and running. And uh, about a year and a half in, I realized I didn't have any ownership in the company. Wow. So it was just like, I'm just here making my small salary. Uh, and I've created this asset for my bosses, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, my fault. I, I should have negotiated that better when I started. I didn't really think of it. Did you try to negotiate something once yeah. it was all yeah. up and running? I they, tried. they kind of just brushed you off. Yeah, well, the, I mean, they had a lot of loan repayments, right? Because it cost a lot. <laughs> it, it did. And I, and I, you know, I mean, I know it wasn't complete bullshit because it was, yeah, ex- it was yeah. an expensive build out. Right. I get it. And they only had, a, I think, a five-year lease with the Marriott, so they had to make sure they made their money back in those five years. Mm-hmm. And then maybe after that, maybe I would have got a higher rate of pay. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, during that time, I got rear-ended pretty badly. Um, I had my hand up on the steering wheel like this, so my whole shoulder got really screwed up, so much so that I couldn't make this movement. Mm. Um I was out of massage work. I couldn't lift my table. I couldn't pick my daughter up. I couldn't really do anything. And uh, I was getting massages, chiropractic, acupuncture, and uh, it just it wasn't enough. It wasn't getting me back to work. Mm-hmm. One of my friends gave me a, a small jar of cannabis topical and said, try this out. And I put it on, and uh, I, realistically, within about 10 minutes, if I was at a 7 on the pain scale... I was down to like a four or five within about ten minutes. Nice. I kept using the stuff like three, four times a day, and two weeks later, I'm back at work. Wow. I'm telling one of my friends about it. He's like, dude, you ever uh, you ever thought about doing a massage with this stuff? I was like, boom. You know, it was one of those like <laughs> mind-blowing moments. I was like, holy shit, what a great idea. Right. I figured somebody in Southern California had to be doing it already. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, there's no way I'm the first guy in San Diego to, like, have this idea. Right. And the closest competition on Google was in Colorado. Wow. Now, this was three years ago. I was about to say, how, when, what year was that? This was 2016. So, October, September of 2016. Dude. So, I'm like, oh, wow. Really? Nobody's doing that here? <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. So, I get on, I get... You know, I get on the phone with the California Massage Therapy Council because I'm like, I don't want to lose my license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, over uh, something stupid. Yeah. So I get on the phone with their director of government affairs and I talk to her and 
end up having like a half hour conversation with her because she's like, what a great idea. This sounds fantastic and blah, blah, blah. Nobody's going to get high from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though there is, t- that's a little side star asterisk thing. There is THC in our oil. It doesn't well, get, that's what I was going to add. Yeah. That was going to be one of my next questions was, yeah. is it broad spectrum or full spectrum? It is full spectrum cannabis extract. Nice. So it's a it's a uh, CBD rich strain, uh-huh. but it's about a five to one CBD to THC. Okay. So there's a fair amount of THC in yeah. our oil. Like if you consume the oil, which yeah. is perfectly safe to do, because all it is is cannabis extract and coconut oil. Okay. Um, you will definitely feel the other effects yeah. of that. But when you apply it topically, it doesn't get into your bloodstream in high enough concentrations to um, get anybody stoned. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get stoned from it. Although I've had people, actually my ex-boss, right, she swears up and down that she get, when she gave me a massage with the stuff, she got high. And I'm like, <laughs> when she, yeah, when, when she, she gave, gave me a massage, massage, right, because it was on her hands. <laughs> I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. But oh, okay. Wow. But anyway, I think that's a little bit of the placebo thing, right? So there may be yeah. like one out of every 25 people that's like, oh, yeah, I got a little yeah, whatever, but... Science says otherwise. Right. Um, I have a um, a colleague who doesn't consume cannabis. Mm-hmm. I gave her a ninety minute massage with this oil, and three of those I gave her three of those little home at home drug tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did one right after the massage, twenty four hours after. I'm sorry, the next morning, twelve mm-hmm. hours after, and then twenty four hours after, and they all came up negative. Oh wow! So I covered her head to toe in cannabis oil. And she failed three different drug tests in the period of the next twenty four hours. What? Or she didn't fail. Oh, she, I'm sorry. She she, she they, they passed, were negative. Yeah. She passed them. They were yeah, yeah. So they didn't come up with anything. So wow. What I always tell people though is if your freedom or your career are on the line, let's just use the you know the full spectrum CBD. Yeah. Yeah. Because right? he does have that too. But what we found is that the 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 blend with the THC seems to work better. It's just more effective. It's just more effective. You know I. I'm starting to see, you know, more research that um, shows that THC has a lot of um, regenerative and healing properties. Yeah. Maybe not not as much as CBD, but it, it does still have a place in therapy and healing. Absolutely. You know, it's not just recreational. Well... So, like, you know, there's, there's, what is it, about 140 different compounds in cannabis, mm-hmm. and we're stuck on two of them. Right. We're talking about two right. out of 140, right? right? So I heard this great analogy at, a, at an event I went to not long ago, and she was talking about, you know, uh, distillate, isolate versus mm-hmm. broad spectrum versus full spectrum. And uh, she was saying, like, if you have um, CBD isolate or distillate, it's a lot like having a beautiful violin, Right, like yeah, you can play some amazing music with that violin, but if you have an entire orchestra in front of you, you can play a much nicer piece of music. Right, right. So, yeah, CBD on its own is effective, and you can do a lot with it. But if you give it all of the other things that nature intended to mm-hmm. be with it, it works much better. Yeah, you know, it just and, makes and sense. It, yeah. So yeah, on a, on a logical level, it makes much more sense. On yeah. an anecdotal level, it makes much more sense. Uh, unfortunately, we still don't have any real hard data to support that because we're not allowed to research it yet. Yeah, the the climate's just it's really up in the air mm-hmm. still, and I, I mean I think I think we're we're close. Oh, I, we're getting there. For I feel sure. like I feel like it's within the next five years. Next it, year. It's it's, it's bound next to year. I'm, 
You heard it here first, folks. Trump's going to legalize, and that's how he's going to win his. <laughs> that's how he's going to win his second term. I, you know, I've I've mentioned that to to my wife. I, I've I was like, you know, he may be holding this in his back pocket, just just as something to kind of get that winning edge. I I know somebody who is an attorney who's working with the Trump administration as oh, we really? speak <laughs> to draft federal legalization <laughs> documents. They're oh, they're wow. working on it. They're currently working on it. It's coming. Oh, so we got four more years of that shit. Yeah. 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 It's going to be interesting. We're going to need weed to be legal for that. I think that's a fair (laughs) point. And I think also the the thing that concerns me the most about a second term there is, uh, and I didn't mean to make this a political show, but... I feel like when they're when they're in their second term, they they have they give even less shit. Yeah. Right. And they're like, oh, well, I don't have to worry about re-election now, so I can do what I really want to do. Yeah. And who knows what that is? Who knows what he's going to come up with? Yeah. I mean, it's it's like you got twenty four hours to live. What what do you, what can you do? You know what I mean? Right. How do you make you and the rest of your buddies yeah. as rich as possible yeah. in the next twenty four hours? And it's like that's that's what that's going to be. Yeah. But anyway, like I said, I wasn't trying to make it political. Oh no, it's uh, all good. It's all good. I, you know, I don't, I don't hold anything against Trump supporters. It is. I don't it either. Is. I get some of what they are supporting him on, because not every Trump supporter is is, you yeah, know, someone who's waving a Confederate flag yeah, and yeah. you know, yeah. you know, some of them, some of them just have this very practical outlook on how the country should be run, mm-hmm. and they think that. He's running it like a business, which he kind of is, and we're a capitalist country, so right. So own it, right? So be, it, it so be make, capitalist. I, I, yeah. I understand where they're coming yeah. from in their support of him, but you know, there's there's a lot of shit that he's doing that's kind of fucked up, and and you and know, he's he, he's that makes him an asshole. He's putting a, he's he's like you know all these um, uh, sexual offenders that are that are kind of getting caught up now, like Epstein and. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the movie guy? The, uh, Weinstein. Yeah, why, was it? Yeah, Harvey Weinstein, right? Yeah. All these big people now are actually getting prosecuted. So the, I don't know. I, I don't know much about it, but the, a good friend of mine, uh, she's been talking about this like QAnon thing. Mm. I don't know if you've heard anything about this, but it's I just, haven't. Basically, they're they're saying that Trump's actually doing a really good job, and the reality is the media. They they have given him a hard time. They've given him a hard yeah. time. He does say some stupid stuff, but yeah. like they bounce, they jump on it, and then they beat the hell out of it. Yeah. Until he says something else stupid. Yeah. I, but I mean, and that's, and I think that that's the the problem is is that um, he doesn't have to be held accountable for the stupid shit that he says, but everybody else does. Right. You know what I mean? And that's I think that that's that's the big problem because. A lot of the stupid shit that he says gets stupid people Riled worked up, up yeah. and stupid people like to do stupid things when they're worked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's that, yeah, it, it's, it is what it is. I mean, none of them I, are good. None it, of them are good. He doesn't, he doesn't really have <laughs> a lot of competition for this re-election. He really doesn't. There's there's not really anybody that's that's standing out among the crowd of how Realistic. many different democratic candidates. Well, the the dumpster fire I mean, democratic candidates that we've crazy. got again. So no, but realistically, I think uh 
they gave Bernie a really raw deal last time. They didn't give him yeah. the nomination. If if they want any chance of winning this election, if the Democrats want to stand any chance of winning, they got to put Bernie up. Yeah, it's the only chance we have of of not having Trump again yeah. for four more years. I I like uh, Tulsa Gabbard. I like her, but I don't I don't know that she because she she just she I, I haven't heard any of her um, plans to fix the issues that mm-hmm. she's that she's standing up for and, yeah. and against. So so that's that's my biggest problem is that it's I, I get I, it's all good that you're aware of yeah. what the issues are that plague our society. Yeah, but now what are you going to do about it if we give you oh, the we opportunity? Have a plan. Right. And 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 that's the thing. And it's like if you don't have a plan or if you don't have anything to say about, you know, what your resolution or plan is, how do you expect people to support that? You know, so so, I, I I hate to say it, but I feel like it's it's inevitable. You know, a, a, a second term is inevitable I, for him. I kind of feel that way. It is what it is, and and, um, and it comes back to the Democrats not being able to get out of their own way. Yeah, yeah. Same as it happened last time. Yeah. If they hadn't if they hadn't insisted on Hillary being the nominee, yep, Bernie would have won. Yep. They they <laughs> it's nutty. They shit the bed on that one. Yeah, and hopefully they don't do it again. Yeah, um, but yeah. So so weed possibly legal next year. I think so. I think um, it's coming, or at least he'll he'll make some pretty big rumblings about it, and like yeah, before the end of my next term, blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah, I'm telling I, you, it's 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 definitely coming. You can feel it. You yeah. can feel it. It's yeah. it's coming. What was it now? More than half the country is either medical or recreational. In some form, they're yeah. they're in support. Right. I think it's isn't it like fifty six, fifty seven percent or something like that. I, I'm I'm just talking about the number of states. Oh, the it's, states. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. it's more than half the states. I feel like yeah. wasn't it like thirty two states. I think so. Have some form of cannabis legalization yeah. at this point, whether medical or recreational. Right. Yeah. And now they're introducing le- uh, legislation to prevent the federal government from interfering with those states. Mm-hmm. All right. So no more DEA raids. No more. Mm-hmm. Um, federal spending on cannabis prohibition. Yeah, right. Like, and we need to lower the taxes on we, cannabis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here in California, oh, it's, it's nuts. Nearly forty percent. It's just silly. It's, it's silly. I mean, Colorado I mean, just hit a billion. Did you see that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we we were expected to hit close to a billion the first year of legal, but they these idiots put all these taxes in place. And it's like you're paying almost double, a hundred and fifty percent of yeah. what you would have paid before. Right. It's so like, like, yeah, I can't, I no, can't I afford know, that, bro. I, I couldn't tell you <laughs> the last time I bought anything at a dispensary. I know, me neither. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I feel bad because, like, I want to support this. I do too. I, I, wanna, I want, I, I want I this want to, to help. Right, but I also have bills to pay. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, and like it ain't cheap. No, man. And, <laughs> and you know. It, I know they have operating costs, and, yeah. you know, and all of that. But yeah. but you know, the reality is, if you can grow it yourself or talk yep. to your buddy who grows it himself, and then yeah, you know, why are you gonna spend it? Yeah, I, I mean, I'll still I, I use ease a okay. lot. I use ease a lot yeah. for mainly for concentrates. Okay, I mean, you know, I, I have flour. I can get flour, mm-hmm. um, but concentrates for sure. Uh, like wax or shatter or you talking yeah, like hash yeah. or uh, yeah um, I have a dab pen so I'll oh, just okay. get you know something or I'll buy ca- cartridges if I you know sure. if I know I'm 
going to be home for with the family for the weekend or something you know some some way that i can consume with discreetly being discreet yeah yeah so so that's pretty much the only time that i actually you know go order something go like through that. a dispenser sure, yeah. um but yeah man it's it's rough out there yeah so how i guess uh how you it's not just you in your company no it's, no i mean you that, have other you have other therapists how many therapists do you have working for you now so uh between la orange county and san diego uh-huh. we have a total of 30 therapists on our oh, list wow um none of them w- are employees uh-huh. they have complete freedom and flexibility in their schedule when i get a call i message the group i say hey Oh, okay. We got a massage in Chula Vista at 7 p.m. tomorrow, 90 minutes. Who wants it? Nice. And then the first person to respond gets it. Nice. Um, it's been awesome. Yeah. It, it, it's really uh, still in its very young stages, man. We're, we're three years old at this point, really, with only two years of real like effort mm-hmm. to making it grow. Um, when I quit my job, we were getting... You know, the phone was ringing like once every 10 or 12 days to the point where I would, I would literally, I would sit at home and actually I would, I would call our 800 number. Mm. I'm like, is this thing still working? Is this actually working? I'm like, <laughs> and then my phone, I'm like, oh no, it is working. Nobody's calling. What the hell? Why isn't, why isn't everybody calling me yet? So now after two years of going to pretty much every event I can go to, doing every, uh, you know, every opportunity to get out there and talk about cannabis massage, I've taken it. I've been in yes mode for the past two years. And uh, now we're getting two to five calls a day. Nice. So we went from one every 10 to 12 days to now two to five every day. So how long How long did you go um, just, I, I guess, just doing things on your own before you started realizing, like, oh, I need to, um, I need to, I need to help? Pretty quickly, honestly. It? I, it was pretty quick because... Like within the first year? Yeah, because I put the team in place first. I put oh, a, I built a small team first with the understanding that, hey, guys, like we're going to be slow right away, but as this picks up, I'm going to be able to feed more business your way. So you had already planned it out when when you... Was, I think we kind of got ahead of ourselves. So after after you started using the, the cannabis oil after your accident... Yeah. Um, were you still were you still with the Marriott? Yeah, I was still working at the Marriott. I even mentioned the concept to my current employers mm. at the time. Right, I was like, mm-hmm. "Hey guys, you should really check this out. This is going to be huge. Right? It's going to be a big deal." And was that before or after you called um, the the what was it the oh the California Massage Therapy Council? That was uh, before. So was I, before. I had the idea. I told my boss about it. My boss was like, yeah, it's a good idea, but we're associated with the Marriott. We could never do anything like that. Uh, okay. I'm like, okay, well, I just want to give you guys a heads up that I am going to do that. I'm going to continue working for you, but this is something I'm going to do in my free time. So, yeah. FYI. Like, full disclosure, I want to be transparent with people. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a very like, yeah. upfront How, kind of person. What was the response to that? I mean, do they do they frown upon you doing side work, like work outside of? Um, they didn't. They, at at that time, they said so long as it doesn't affect what you're doing for us. Okay, go for it. Nice. Um, my one former employer is still mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she still hasn't spoken to me. Really? Yeah. Two because years later. You left? Because I left. Yeah. 
Uh, and the other guy, he's like, when I went and told him, he's like, I can't believe you stuck around as long as you did. Great. I'm proud of you, man. Good for you. <laughs> Way to be. Uh, and I still talk to him. I still talk to him every now and then. Um, but yeah, so I had a small team in place originally because, you know, my goal is to not be doing the massage myself anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, 16 years of, of hands-on is, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I'm still going to do some here and there, but yeah. I don't want it to be, um, my primary source of income Mm -hmm. ultimately i love the idea that um we're helping people get out of pain Mm -hmm. uh, getting people off opioids and uh, and muscle relaxers stuff like that um and providing income for 30 different families uh and i'm and it's it's just i I just feel like everything we're doing is a good thing Mm -hmm. like we're helping we're bringing goodness to the world you know what i mean like uh, that's why I always liked massage in the first place. I got into massage to help make people feel better. Because mm-hmm. I know how great I feel after I get a massage. I'm like, man, I want everybody to feel like that. That's that's good. And, you know, it gives you a lot of freedom so far as your schedule. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Having a couple of young kids, it's like, it's essential that I'm available. Yeah, definitely. To help with that. So, um, but honestly, the, the team that we have is what I'm most excited about. Yeah. The therapists that I'm working with are just... They're awesome. They're all fantastic. They've all had to give me a massage first and foremost. <laughs> That's part of the interview process. Is it? Yeah. So it makes you know, sense. I mean, like I'll I'll place an ad and I'll get a bunch of applicants and I'll call them, and have a conversation with them. If that conversation goes well, they seem cool. They seem like they got a similar mindset or a similar goal in, mm-hmm. in massage. Uh, then I'll set up a time for them to come to my home with all their equipment as if they were doing an out-call massage, treat me as if I were a guest, show me how they take over a space, how they set up, how they talk while they're setting up. Because uh, as an independent contractor, I can't can't really tell them anything. Yeah. yeah. I can't be like, you have to do this, that, and the other when you show up. So I, I really just need to see how they do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can give them suggestions. Like if it's like, oh, hey, I noticed that when you did that, this happened, and maybe... Maybe you want to try to do it a different way. Um, but I can't outright tell them, like, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So I have to see that they have at least the basics that meet my standards mm-hmm. so far as personality and, and, like I said, how they kind of take control of a room. Because we're sending, we're sending therapists to hotels, Airbnbs, people's private residences. Mm-hmm. Um, and I speak to everybody before I send a therapist out. I have a conversation with them. And it's usually... Um, do you care if it's a male or a female therapist? What's your experience with massage before? And what are you hoping to gain from this session? Usually somewhere between those three questions, uh, if they're looking for anything other than massage therapy, they'll identify themselves pretty quickly. (laughs) Uh, and, And we just don't work with those people. Yeah. So three years in, knock on wood, we haven't had a single incident with anybody being inappropriate. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Because you just never know. You never know. Um, But after 20 years in the business, I feel like my red flag detector is pretty solid. Oh, I'm sure. Your your radar is strong. It it really is. You can spot them. Yep. This one guy called up. He said, yeah, you know, I got some low back pain. I'd I'd really prefer a female therapist. I'm like, okay, I get it. That's not like an uncommon thing that guys prefer a female therapist. It's Mm -hmm. not uncommon. So, okay, fine. And getting to the next part of the conversation, he's like, oh, uh, do you have a catalog of girls that I can choose from? 
<laughs> and I'm like, no, sir, you got the wrong number. We are we are not that company. So, you oh, know, wow. thanks for calling. But, you know, and we just don't take those appointments. Yeah. Um, for the most part, we've had nothing but excellent clients. That's you know? awesome. And And people that really get a lot of benefit like i said before about the medicinal aspect of the plant versus the recreational getting stoned and feeling goofy right Mm -hmm. there's real relief for these people yeah i had a woman with a a migraine for five days she'd had a pill from her doctor did nothing she had a shot from her doctor did nothing she had one massage from one of our therapists and 15 minutes into the massage her migraine's gone (laughs) it's it's you know, it's amazing. I mean, there's things that, like, you you can do to loosen up your, your sinuses if you're congested. You know, mm-hmm. just quick little taps along the, yeah, the pathways. Or, yeah. And, and so it's like, I think that massage, it, it does a lot of that, too. You know, because when you have those tissues, those muscles, you know, everything all tight and, yeah, and congested and, and things aren't and, moving yeah, and knotted exactly. up, you know, getting yeah. those things loosened up, it, it does a lot. I know when I get massages done, a lot of the time I'll get super congested when you're face down, when I'm face down. Yeah. But by the end of the massage, like as soon as I stand up 30 seconds, it's, it's gone. Like Drains my out. head's clear. Yeah. My, my sinuses are clear. Like I feel awake. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it you just you feel the difference internally after a massage yeah, absolutely you know I, I don't i i think some people kind of feel more relaxed they they don't they don't understand what that is yeah they don't know why they feel good right, they don't know right. what it is they're experiencing yeah like, oh this is different this is yeah. better than i felt an hour ago exactly yeah. yeah but yeah it's there's that it's it's a physical science it really is yeah and you know i mean that's something that you know everybody that that works with us they're they're very good at that science right nice. like they know how to figure out the problems like oh your left shoulder hurts let's figure oh, that's your left isn't it point at your right <laughs> yeah, yeah oh yeah but then like f- tracing it back and figuring out why and what you're doing and okay what position are you in all day and and kind of untangling that mess of what's causing the problem in the first place. Mm-hmm. I feel like Western medicine is, oh, this is your symptom? Okay, you have pain, we're going to give you a pain killer. Killer. Kill it. So you don't feel that pain anymore. Yeah. So I've, I've heard the comparison to taking a, a muscle relaxer or a painkiller is driving along in your car and your check engine light comes on. starts flashing at you. And instead of like pulling over and figuring out what the problem is, you take a piece of electrical tape and you just put it over the, the check engine light, <laughs> right? And that's yeah. what and that's what. It's a good analogy. Yeah, that's what painkillers do yeah. because it doesn't fix the problem. It doesn't no. address the root cause of the problem. It just stops those signals from making it to your brain. Yeah. And now you're doing more damage because you're moving around. Great. Oh, I don't feel any pain. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go do some yard work that I haven't been doing for the past month because my back's been hurting. Yeah. And then. That, that's where that vicious cycle starts because yeah, now you need you to take your, more painkillers yeah, yeah. damage your body even more yeah so uh, you know this is this is another reason i love what we do you yeah. know we, we get to we get to make people's days better that's awesome like do you run into any challenges with what you do i think honestly the biggest challenge that i've seen so far is educating people okay and just letting people know that this is even an option right most people don't think about cannabis massages. They don't think about that when they're in pain. They think I'll get a massage, yeah, or I'll take a, you know, or take a Tylenol, or I'll smoke some weed, or whatever, mm-hmm. and that helps with the pain. But 
when you have uh, this amazing topical and you put it in the hands of somebody who's knowledgeable and they know what they're doing, who and, and, and they could help you even without the oil, mm-hmm. then you add this extra layer of like, you know, this like, I think of it as like this jar of like, gold with like lights coming off it like oh, like the yeah. angels sing you know like, <laughs> yeah it's i love it i'm i'm so uh so pleased with the with with what we're doing uh but yeah really the biggest challenge is just exposure okay. and um and getting people to think about cbd or cannabis massage uh when they have pain yeah you know and, and even not when they have pain like the relaxation you know, I, I mean, you've had massage, so you mm-hmm. know, like, that whole, like, turning over halfway through, mm-hmm. sometimes a little challenging. Yeah. The first time I had a massage with this cannabis oil, I literally, I felt like somebody needed to use a big old spatula and just, like, sh- and flip me over. Like, I, 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 I could barely move. It was just, it was, like, so, such a deep body relaxation. Wow. Um it's it's awesome. I haven't had one yet. I really need. I was to get, gonna say I we're really gonna get you. We're gonna we're gonna get you. Really one, we're gonna get, get you a massage. Yeah, yeah we're gonna do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you know I sh- I should have arranged that before the podcast because then you can speak from experience. Yeah, you know, not like oh I hear they're great. Well, and, you know, and and I I've been meaning to to give you a call and schedule one. I just it's it's been it's life, you know, man. It's I, get, I get it. Yeah, it's I mean, summer. and it's and it's life. Like and we're all you busy. have two kids. I have two yeah. kids. You know, I, oh, you I know, know you know how it is. So I it's do. like, yeah. I was I actually thought about that too. I was like thinking, you know, oh man, it'd be nice to set something up beforehand. If I'd have been thinking but, a little more clear, a little more clearly, I would have done it too. Yeah, it's right. yeah, it's all good though. Right. But yeah, man, um, that's awesome. I mean, we did. Um, the first year after I quit my job, we did a VIP house at Coachella. Oh, like A bunch nice. of uh, Instagram influencers. Uh, Flavor X at yeah. the time of the cannabis brand. Now they're Flav. Yeah, yeah. Um, they hired us to go out and just do like, I think we did like, I want to say we did like 60 hours of massage in three days. Wow. We had five therapists out there and just cranking massages. And wow. It was great. It was That's awesome. awesome. So, and then everybody that went and worked that with me, they got access to the house and you know we were right across the street from the music so we could hear the music and nice. just a cool experience uh we did kaboo oh really last year okay uh all the staff got to you get, had a booth there yeah we had a booth there nice. um unfortunately the alcohol board shut us down our logo has a cannabis leaf in it mm-hmm. and apparently whenever you sell alcohol you can't have anything like that you can't have any signs that mention CBD. See, these are the these, these are the, the ridiculous. Yeah, and and I guess that, that's that we have in place. And this is one of the challenges I've faced. Yeah, right? is I have to be careful with my signage. I can't even put the word CBD or the letters CBD on my sign because certain venues are going to have an issue with it. Wow. Right, but um, we've we have a small team in LA at this point. We've done some events up at Snoop's place. Uh, you know what? I remember you talking about that. That, um, that was a childhood dream come true, like, honestly. Okay, so tell me about that. How did that come about? Um, we did an event in Oceanside with a woman called uh, Tamara. She owns a company called Culinary and Cannabis. Okay. She is awesome. She's one of the best. I think I follow them on Instagram. She's great, man. She's a yeah. really, really cool lady. She'd be awesome to have on here, too. She'd be awesome. You know, She's up in L.A., though. That might be ch- That might be challenging, but... She did an event in Oceanside called uh, Canispa, and she okay. she reached out to us, said, hey, you want to come set up and do some massage for this event? I'm like, absolutely, because this is yes mode year. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go do that. 
met her, had a great time. She called me like a week later. She's like, have you ever heard of uh, athletes versus cancer? I'm like, tell me more. She's like, well, Matt Barnes and Snoop Dogg have this fundraiser every year. Wow. Um, It's a (laughs) a thousand dollars to participate. It's a charitable donation. Um, Do you want to do you want to do that? I'm like, yes. I didn't have a thousand dollars. I don't know where I'm like, <laughs> but yes, I want to do this. So we're going to do it. And we figured it out. Like, like you were saying before, the universe just kind of, it works. Right. Yeah. So, so I pay my grand, go up there, I pull into this complex in Englewood, right? Like, yeah. Whitest dude in town. Like, <laughs> with, with, you any bunny looks? Oh God. Yeah. Of course I did. Of course I did. Right. Big white dude walking into Snoop's place. Right. So uh drive in the gate, and I look over. There's a black Porsche Carrera, and Snoop, Snoop's getting out of this thing. Wow. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Snoop. Like, you know, I, I don't get – I've met celebrities before, and I don't usually get, like, giddy or, like, oh, excited about it. But Snoop, yeah. Snoop's a big deal. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't – you know, I, listen, I could tell you most of the words to most of his albums. Like, yeah. I listened to that shit a lot when I was growing up. So I get in, get set up. I see they got there's a food truck over here on the left, and it's, like, barbecue powered by Warren G., I'm like, oh, cool. Warren G hooked up a couple of his high, you know, his high school homies and got him a food truck. <laughs> Only like two hours into the event did I realize, no, in fact, that's Warren G over there cooking barbecue. Oh, shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Mike Tyson's there. Oh, Freaking, wow. Um, oh, God. Anthony Edwards is there. Anthony, okay. No, Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson. Anderson. He was okay. in Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was there. Like all these like all these people. I'm like, holy shit, what am I doing here? Oh wow. I met Snoop. I got to meet Snoop, shook his hand. Matt Barnes came by, shook his hand. Great. Had a great time. Two weeks later, his man Dave, um, Dave Evans, big shout out to my guy Dave. He's cool. Good people. Um Backstage Productions. Oh no backstage. no. No no no, I'm sorry, Backstage Access Magazine. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dude is awesome. He's really, really good people. Like, we hit it off immediately. Right. Nice. Like, he's just a cool guy. So he calls me a couple of weeks later. He's like, yo, uh, Snoop's having a VIP movie screening of this movie, White Boy Rick. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And the theme for the party is 80s drug dealer. <laughs> Can you come and do some massage? There's going to be 50 VIP guests there plus Snoop. Can you come do some massage for us? I'm like, Dude, of course, of course. That's right? like, huge. Obviously, right? I got off the phone. I'm like, what the, what the hell does an '80s drug dealer look like? I'm like, I don't know. How I'm gonna dress like an did '80s drug it? dealer? Yeah, of you course, like, course it, right? I googled it. Of course I did, right? <laughs> of course I googled it. And of course, you get a picture of LL Cool J with his Kangol hat and you know his gold chain, his yeah. Adidas jumpsuit. So I'm like, all right, I need an Adidas jumpsuit. Clearly, I got this big like fake bling gold chain. I get you know like the whole, the whole get up. And one of my neighbors had an Adidas jumpsuit. Uh, you know, I could borrow driving up to LA in my jumpsuit and I'm like look down I'm like thank god this is a blue jumpsuit and not a red one <laughs> right thank god you so, know what he might have given you a pass he might have he might have right but his manager I mean, his manager's socks were crip bandanas yeah right? like well so yeah. anyway whatever so I'm like <laughs> Well, I'm like halfway to LA and I like finally have this moment. I'm like, oh, maybe I should make sure I'm wearing blue and not red going yeah. to Snoops, right? So get in there, we're hanging out, the party's going great. This huge guy, huge dude, like I'm, I feel like I'm not a little person, but this guy made me feel like I'm teeny tiny, right? <laughs> Bigger than me, 
bigger than me, bigger than me, like, big dude. Turns out he's one of the voices on Grand Theft Auto. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember the oh, name. I can't shoot. remember the name of the character because I don't play the game, but he's, you know, he's done, like, some voiceover stuff. Uh-huh. We're both, because you know how, like, most events you go to, they give you a pre-roll? Mm-hmm. This place, they're giving you pre-roll blunts with glass tips. Oh, shit. Right? That's so, dope. Yeah. So everybody's walking around with, That's dope. with a, you know, like a backwood <laughs> with, a, with a glass tip on it, right? And when I'm standing there next to this guy, we're just talking. I'm watching my therapist do their thing with people rotating through the tables. I'm just hanging out. And comes up that we both have kids. And he's like, man, my kids got me all messed up. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, man, I'm a mother effing crip. I'm supposed to be out here killing fools and slanging coke. <laughs> <laughs> they got me making peanut butter and jelly, and I love it. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, ha, 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 that's so funny. Well, ha, ha. And then I, like, puff, puff. I'm like, look around the room. I'm like, yep, that's a bunch of gangbangers in this room. <laughs> like, <laughs> So it took that long to, to click, huh? Yeah, I never, you Before know. Before you realize there's some real killers in here. There's some real, like, these guys are crips. <laughs> like, Snoop is a crip, first and foremost. That's what he's, you know, like, that's, I mean, I know he's, probably not out there gangbanging anymore yeah, but yeah but it was just it was just one of these like i don't know it struck me as really funny like and slightly terrifying at the same yeah. time like i'm hanging out and nobody went through a metal detector getting in there no nobody no. went through a metal detector and that's snoop's place i just found out the other day that snoop lives there oh shit i thought it was just his like his party compound <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of thing but no that's his house that's where snoop lives oh shit and uh yeah so that was awesome it was a great time that's awesome. Got to meet Snoop and uh, some really interesting people. And now we're doing other events in L.A. We did a, what was it, a gifting lounge for the Oscars. Oh, wow. We did uh, something for the ESPYs just a, uh, last week. Met Matt Barnes again. Nice. He remembered he's a me. really big advocate for, yeah. for weed. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you're the massage guy. I'm like, yeah. Nice. So he nice. remembered me. I was very pleased about that one. Um that's dope. All sorts of, you know, all sorts that's, of that's stuff really dope, is, is really starting to come together now that we've been doing this for so long. Yeah. Now that three years in, uh, and then just this past week, we got flown up to a Northern Nights Festival up in Humboldt. Yeah. Right, yeah. which was amazing. Got that's to see awesome. Be Real perform from Cypress Hill. Yeah. Like, another, like, childhood. Like, And I was in the VIP section over to the side because they gave us VIP wristbands for yeah. being there. I was like, you know, like, I'm watching Be Real in the middle of Humboldt County, in the middle of the woods. Like this is That's amazing. That's fucking awesome. It was. It was. It That's was, fucking awesome. It was great. Um, so you know, it, it's we're we're doing more and more, and we're yeah. growing year over year, and more and more people are finding out about what we're doing and 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 benefiting from it. You know, and it and it just feels right. It feels like I'm on the right path. I've always always been an entrepreneur. Yeah, right? I've always been like trying to figure out like. How am I going to make it, right? What yeah. am I going to do? And uh, every time I had an idea in the past, there was always a handful of people like, nah, dude, that's a really shitty idea. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> that's a bad idea, dude. You're going you're gonna to, you know, like you always got the family and the friends who are like, yeah, you can yeah. do this. Go get them. And then there's like a few people who are just like, no, nah, that's a shitty idea. Don't do that. Yeah. I've yet to have a single person tell me that traveling hands is a bad idea. It just makes sense, man. It really does. It really does. I mean... Cannabis and massage, they just go hand in hand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Really? That's why I was so blown away that nobody else was doing it. That Right? I was about to say. And, and the fact that you locked down the market here in Southern California. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of other little places that have popped and up. And, and, and that's what I said. I mean, there's enough. There's enough. Oh, dude, there's so much money out to go there. Around, there's so you know much I mean? out there. There's abund- this is abundance, right? Yeah. There's an, it's an abundant industry. And if anybody's worried about competition, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. Somebody sent me a screenshot the other day of a, you know, some Groupon for a CBD massage. Like, have you seen this? Like, I'm supposed to be outraged by it. I'm like, that's great. Right. I love that. Right. Because that means that more people are talking about it. And then they go, if you Google CBD massage right now, you're going to find us. Yeah. You Google. You, you get to be a pioneer right. in, in, a, in a niche market. Yep. You know, like, that's, that's big. That's um, big. And the fact that it's still so, um, such a small market, you know, the, that it's 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 got room to grow yeah you know absolutely so that's that's great man mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah so and, and all it does is grow the community right you know because there's that's one of the things that you know talking with ann and ivan that i've come to to see and i i really appreciate this um the the entrepreneurs in san diego in the cannabis community you they all seem to kind of support each other yeah you know what I so mean? Like you guys community. are all connected. Yeah. And um that that's so awesome to see. Yeah. You know, because it's almost like you guys have have formed this 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 little clique and it's it's not exclusive. It's welcoming, no. it's yeah. inviting. Yeah, but know? we're we're here to support each other. Yeah. Because we know that this is a challenge. This is a huge challenge yeah. trying to be the trailblazer, trying to be the first people out here doing this. And th- I should be really clear. I know I'm not the first person to right. do cannabis no, no, massage. No, yeah. I know that, like, I didn't, like, you know what I mean? No, like, no, I, no. And, but, I, and I think that it's, but for this region, for this yeah. area, for and, I mean, it's huge because it, S- Southern California, you know, Southern California and weed go hand in hand. Right. You know, spas and, and massages that's kind of a, a San Diego thing too. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like when absolutely. every time, like when I'm talking to people at work and you know, I have to tell them, Oh yeah, we're located in San Diego. They're like, Oh, it must be nice. Like, you know, they, they, they yeah, think that is. we all just kind of <laughs> sit around and, and, you know, get, get pampered all day. There's and just a make lot of that. Lots though, of money. Right? And it's like, <laughs> there's a lot of that though. I couldn't believe it when there I, there is, but <laughs> when I moved yeah. out here from Connecticut, right. And I'm running this spot at the, the Marriott. Yeah. I, I legit, I'm not making this up. I had people call out because the surf was good. <laughs> See, like, now that's some bullshit. Like, you know this is a that's job, bullshit. right? Like, you know <laughs> that this isn't, like, optional, right? right? Like, because the waves look killer to yeah. me. Like, you got to come to work. Yeah. Like, that would never happen on the East Coast. No. You'd be fired. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, go go find a new job then. The fact that we allow that. Yeah. <laughs> so well, the fact something. that people the fact that people call out in the rain like oh, oh it's raining yeah. I can't drive to work today. Yeah. Uh what do you even say to that? Right? Like okay, didn't you live in New Hampshire for 10 years? So it's our fault that you didn't change your tires, brakes or windshield wipers all it's, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's your job's fault. It's tough, man. Like it, it's, uh, but what it does is it gives people that have that drive and that accountability. It gives them a heads up, or it gives them a leg up, I should say. Yeah. You know, it gives us yeah. an opportunity to stand out over the people that are just coasting, that are just hanging out by the beach, or yeah, you know, yeah. But no, I love it here, man. I love California. I'll never, never move back to Connecticut ever again. 
Uh, yeah, I've never been to Connecticut, but I don't have any desire to go there either. You're not so. missing much. <laughs> You're really not missing much. Like, I would say the one thing would be to like go to New England in the fall and you see the leaves change. Like New Hampshire, that would Vermont. Be cool. New Hampshire, Vermont. Like you're gonna see some amazing colors in the leaves. That would be cool. And it's really cool because you don't live there. You don't have to rake them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like <laughs> it was it was raking leaves in the autumn, shoveling snow in the in the winter, uh, and then like spring it was tree pollen. Like, just yeah, completely just killed my allergies. allergies. Yeah, I couldn't breathe. Ugh. Yeah. And then it was blazing hot in the summer. Ugh. I was like, why am I living here? I hate yeah. it here. That doesn't sound like fun. It's not. But you know what? I'm not a, I'm not a big um, heat guy. Me either. So, I don't know that somewhere in the northeastern seaboard would be ideal for me, but I would definitely trade San Diego for someplace cooler. Like, like cooler than San Diego? Colder. Oh, really? I can't stand the heat. My base temperature for me to not sweat is probably like around 62 degrees. So I don't ever not sweat in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I run I warm mean, too. I run you know warm. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's if it's 55 degrees, then I'm like, oh, man, I should probably put some socks on. You know right, what I mean? Right, By right. fifty degrees, I'm like, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll put Throw some, some jeans on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, like I'm t-shirts, shorts, yep. and I'm still sweating. Yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't you, matter man. if it's summer, winter, you. fall. Like it, it's ridiculous. If there's no wind, I am immediately panicking because yeah. it's like it's gonna start happening. So now, now you get now like you know like I'm in the same boat. Like I get into somebody's house and set up oh, in their in man. their massage you know, wherever they want their massage and they've got it nice and warm in their house because they know they're about oh, to get sure. a massage. Right. I'm already sweating setting up the table. I'm like and there's no air moving in the room, right? Like not even a ceiling fan, just just some air movement is all I need. Yeah. Right. I want them to be comfortable obviously. Yeah. But yeah. That's rough. It can be. That's rough. It can See, be. I've thought about going into massage just because I feel like I might have the hands for it, hmm. but I couldn't. I that that's the one thing is just in in those hot rooms. It, it's I would hate to just be dripping sweat and then just have it drip on somebody. I've, like that's the last thing I want. I'm just like no, no. I've, I've literally done that one time in my career. Yeah. Like I sweat a lot, and I usually like yeah because I don't work on my glasses. So I'm usually just wiping my forehead on my shirt as I'm working. Mm-hmm. One time I watched it happen. I just dripped. Right oh. on somebody's back, oh. and they were snoring. So, oh, thank God, I didn't notice. But thank God. <laughs> Is that so bad? Have you ever had a massage go bad? <sighs> no, I don't think so, man. No, I think you know. There's there's maybe been a, a handful of clients where there was just like a, some kind of personality conflict. Oh, okay, like, but, you know, you just don't but then jive you just with don't talk. Yeah, you just don't talk. You don't jive with everybody. Yeah. Right? Right. Um, I've had a couple of dudes hit on me during the massage, like oh, get awkward. handsy with me, and I'm like, "Ooh, ooh, hey, I'm handsy." Here to, well, huh? like, c- kind of like no, touch, yeah, touch yeah. my leg, yeah. like as I'm, you know. Yeah. And I, g- I gave him a warning. I gave the the one the one guy. He was just persistent. I gave him a warning. I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm here to massage you, not the other way around." Yeah. Uh, please keep your hands to yourself. I was working at a spa at this point. Wow. So he, you know, he's like, "Oh," and he did it again. I'm like, "Hey, man." If you can't keep your hands to yourself, I'm going to end this session. Like, that's it. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. He did it one more time. I'm like, we're done. This was like 15 minutes into the uh, 60-minute massage. I'm like, we're done. 
and I turned around. I said, you're all set, man. Take your time getting off the table. I'll meet you out front. I met, uh, I walked out front. He paid, tipped me 50 bucks. Never saw him again. Jeez. I was like, all right, well. How are you not, like, how, I don't know. How are you not embarrassed with with yourself? You well, know what I mean? That's probably why he tips them. You know, it's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Um, it, I've had crazy. women expose themselves. Just really? Like, you're like, whoa, nope. <laughs> Cover those back up. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. But no. Oh, you know, wow. so people still have a lot of um, strange ideas about massage. Yeah. Because you're naked, somebody's touching you, and it feels good. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. I understand why these preconceived notions exist. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what we do is really therapeutic massage. It's yeah. like, you know, yeah. everybody that works with me can do a relaxing massage, but they're more interested in figuring out what's going on with your body and, and helping that feel better that's awesome yeah that's awesome yeah nice, so man. you know but never uh never any real issues i think my you know every now and then you get somebody that doesn't smell great yeah um just to put it out there massage therapist ladies we don't care if your legs are shaved or not we don't care we there we go legitimately do not care now the world knows. Now the world knows. Don't worry about shaving your legs before you go get a massage. Just make sure you shower first. Shower, please. Men yeah. and women. Men and women. Don't need to shave your legs on our account. Yeah. Like, I've I've had guys try and uh, surprise their wife with a massage or their girlfriend with a massage. I'm like, dude, you don't want to do that. Don't oh, they get upset. That. You got to give them a heads up. <laughs> you got to let them know because, because what happens is if a if, if, at least in my experience, there's been a handful of women that are just like, if I don't shave my legs, I can't relax. If I don't know I'm getting a massage and I haven't shaved my legs in a few days, I can't relax in that massage. Yeah. So every time a guy calls, he's like, oh, I want to surprise my wife for her birthday. I'm like, that's really good of you. You should absolutely do that. But you should also give her a heads up like right. a few hours in advance. Do you, do you explain I to do. them? Yeah, just, absolutely. Just, just because I know they're not thinking about it. No. They're, they're not even giving it a second thought. No, they're like, I'm going to do something nice for yeah. my wife for her birthday. And yes, and kudos right. for you for doing something nice for your wife. Dude, but trust me. Trust me. Let her know. Trust me. Tell her. And, <laughs> and actually, I've had, I've had two guys actually call me back and say, yeah, dude, you were totally right. She's like, thank you so much for warning me. She would have been mad if, if or like uncomfortable. Not yeah, mad necessarily. Yeah, yeah. But nobody's going to be too mad about getting a massage. Right. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, we don't care if the legs are shaved. Though. All right. So yeah, I just figured I'd throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. It's good. To, it's good to know. It's good, it's good information, man. But yes, definitely shower. Yeah, definitely do that. Yeah. Um, and so now you do you do um. You pretty much go anywhere. Yeah, I don't think we made that totally clear that we're. Completely we should probably talk about the services that, like, just how how it works. I sure. guess. Yeah. So um, we are a hundred percent mobile. We don't have a fixed location mm-hmm. because of the cannabis aspect. If I had a storefront or a business, we would be considered on-site consumption. Yeah, that's I'd right. I'd have to have a delivery license. I'd have to have you know all these there are all these different like cannabis permits that I would need. Mm-hmm. The adult use. Laws basically say that if I'm in uh, somebody's private residence and they're over 21 years of age, it's perfectly acceptable to share cannabis so long as we're not selling it. Got it. We sell you a massage. We give you the oil as part of the service. Yes. The price remains the same whether you use our oil or not. Mm -hmm. So we've had husbands call. They want the cannabis oil. Their wife is scared, uncomfortable, whatever, doesn't want to do it. The price remains the same. Mm -hmm. That way we can never be accused of selling the oil. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
That makes sense. Because we're not. We don't sell it. I don't. No. And, you know, I don't have a bottle of oil with our branding on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, I no, your service that. is massage. Right. It's massage. You right. just happen to... We use a different oil. Work with infused oils. Yeah. yeah. And, we, and, you know, so so that's um, that's basically that. When, when somebody wants to make an appointment, they can either... Uh, go to our website, travelinghandsmassage.com, and fill out the book now form. Mm-hmm. That shoots me an email. I follow up with that guest and ask them all the questions, make sure you know we're all on the same page, organize the massage, send out the therapist, and then afterwards I follow up with them and collect payment. Nice, nice. Uh, and that's it. It's, it's a very simple process. We do cash, uh, Venmo, charge, cash app, PayPal. Zell. Um, yep, we could do Zell. Nice. Yeah. We, any pretty much. Pretty much any. We'll take your money anyway. Up. Like no. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, the <laughs> anyway, only way you'd like to pay it. Yeah. Anything we don't do is the only thing we don't do is checks. Um, and Who does these days? Well, you know, like there have been a couple of occasions because we do sell packages. Uh, okay. And if somebody wants to write a check for a package, we'll take that. Because okay. If the check bounces, we just guess what? We don't come back and give you your other massages. Yeah. Yeah. So that we don't worry too much about. Um, but yeah, man, the team is incredible. The team, we have male and female therapists, all with, you know, varying uh, years of experience, mm-hmm. but they're all exceptional at what they do. If, if I don't get off the table after that interview and say, oh my God, that was great, they don't work with me. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Do, do, they, um, do they do this part-time or do yeah. they do this full-time? Or yeah, we're still, we're still pretty part-time. Yeah. And, and especially with, you know, in San Diego, if we got 20 therapists in San Diego, I send out that message you know, yeah. you're not necessarily going to see it right away. You're not necessarily going to respond very quickly. So oftentimes the massages fill pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't have any way to control who's seeing the messages when they come through. So I just I just yeah. send it out. And uh, But my point there is maybe there's some therapists that are doing a little more work than others. Uh, and I always tell people before they start working with me, even before the interview, I'm like, hey, we're, we're pretty slow, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the – grand scheme of things i can't promise you x number of massages a week i would never try and do that yeah yeah Um, but we don't ask for any commitment we don't ask for any um uh, you know uh, schedule Mm -hmm. you know like you either take it or you don't i'm never going to be offended if you say no 55 times and then you take one massage Mm -hmm. i'm never going to be offended by that because i know you're a good therapist and i know my client's going to get a good massage nice that's it that's all that matters that's I, I like that you um, kind of run the operation that way, where you where you kind of empower, you know, them to kind of just, I guess, work yeah, with yeah. you at at whatever pace they feel comfortable. Absolutely. You know, yeah. that's that's pretty awesome. I usually tell people this is like a supplement to what you're already doing. I I could see that. You know, it gives yeah. you an opportunity because you know we pay the therapist well. Uh huh. You know, as a massage therapist, I'm, I've always taken that pretty seriously. I want to. Yeah. Uh, compensate people for their skill and their hard work. It's hard work doing it massage, is. man. Like carrying, especially carrying the table sometimes up a few flights of stairs yeah. or, you know, into some tight quarters uh, and then setting up in sometimes a really small space. And, you know, like they're all, I guess one of the things is they all have to be like problem solvers, right? They all have to be able to think on their feet. They all have to be able to adapt to a situation because you never really know what you're walking into. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a certain level of maturity with all the therapists, mm-hmm. which is, I think, something that I look for first and foremost. And that's part of the phone conversation. It's like, who are you? Like, what, are you what are you bringing 
mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you go and have a conversation with a guest or you go and, and give a massage, like, it's good. It's just good, man. We got, we got an awesome team. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what are your, uh, what, I guess, how, how can, how can people find you? How can they get oh, a hold sure. of you? Um, so, Instagram, we're Traveling Hands Company or at Traveling Hands Company, THC. Okay. Got right? it. You like nice. That? Nice. Uh, and our website is travelinghandsmassage.com. Uh, we have a toll-free number. It's 800-257-3351. Um, they're going to get my cell phone if they call. They're gonna, it goes right to my phone, so they'll be talking to me. Um, if you email us, if you send out uh, you know, the, the form from the website, I'm going to be the one that responds to you. So. Yeah, so you got, I mean, you're, you're, you're managing the business. You, you kind of have to step away from the massages a yeah. little bit just to, to take control of all that and right. just kind of keep it organized and everything. Yeah, after, uh, after my son was born, <clears throat> I got really sick. I had a um, case of shingles. Oh, wow. Like stress and just I was working seven days a week and like five hours of sleep a night. Man. And then the second kid shows up and I'm just super stressed and uh, end up getting shingles right behind my ear, which caused the whole right side of my face to stop working. Oh, wow. So if I smiled, like it would just be over here and nothing over here. It was just dead face. Um, now most of that's come back. But my point is I was out for about six weeks. I didn't do a single massage for six weeks. I just fed everything to the team. Yeah. And it worked. That nice. was that was like the first example of me actually really leaning on my team. Yeah, uh, and it was great. It was just awesome. And that kind of gave you that realization that like, okay, I can, I can step back and away from this and kind of just focus on growing operations. It. Yeah, and, and networking and, and yeah, doing events. Like we just did one with the yeah. Huntington's Disease uh, Association of America. Okay. So Huntington's disease, I've never heard of. It's this awful illness. It takes Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and Lou Gehrig's disease and wraps them up into one nice oh my package. God. And that's now what you got. You had all three of those wow. things at the same time. Yeah, really? Absolutely brutal. So it gives me a chance to start branching out into different directions. Now uh-huh. I can start talking to retirement communities, um, which is something that really is, is it just kind of makes so much sense. You know, they have arthritis in their hands. Yeah. They have aches and pains. They're not as active as they used to be. Uh, they don't get touched, mm-hmm. right? Like old people mm-hmm. sitting in a retirement home very, very rarely get human contact or like right. physical contact, yeah. right? Yeah. So to get a massage and to educate them about CBD, so maybe they're not taking a leave every day. Maybe they're not taking the Tylenol four or five times a day. And you know? that stuff is, is wrecking Killing their them. organs, right. you know? right. So it, it's like, uh, you know, that, that, that's the sort of thing we want to do. We want to bring yeah. this mainstream. We want to let people know you're not going to get high from it. You're not right. going to have a head change. You're not going to feel loopy. You're not going to, you know, go jump off a building because you were high and thought you could fly. Like, I feel like all these things people think about cannabis if, yeah. they, if they've never really used it. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's one of the first things people ask. Am I going to get high from this? Yeah. I'm like, nope. If you want to do that, you got to take care of that before we get there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, I, I usually do smoke a little bit before yeah. I go get myself. I used to as well. I used to, you know, yeah. I used to get, you know, nice and high with my buddy. Before, yeah. You know, like, it's my mentor actually is a massage therapist. And, uh, yeah, we used to get super high, listen to Pink Floyd and do massages, you know, like. Yeah. It was great. That was the one <laughs> thing I, I wondered if it, if it bothered 
my massage therapist and he just because you know I, I feel like I still smell like weed walking in and I'm I'm like half-eyed and like yeah. <laughs> you know I'm just like I'm here for my massage <laughs> yeah I think this is the right place um I don't know personally I don't care like yeah. I think I think if somebody is gonna pay take the time and get a massage for whatever reason they should enjoy it right and if that means they want to smoke a little weed first great there's no danger there yeah if somebody's drunk and they come in to get a massage oh, that, probably, that can be a problem yeah that's probably not a good idea no like the spa I used to work at in Connecticut the, we had a guest come in drunk and got his massage insisted on getting his massage ended up throwing up halfway through like, oh shit sitting up on the table and like projectile vomiting everywhere oh shit yeah so don't get a massage yeah. if you're drunk boys and girls yeah it's a bad idea no yeah see I I, I don't like people touching my feet okay <laughs> alright but um, you know I I I, ha- I get really tight heels mm-hmm. especially my Achilles and um, on the on the tops of my feet, so so I kind of like to have them work mm-hmm. on my feet, but it like I'm super sensitive because I never let anybody touch my feet. So I well, and they're so I'm tight, almost, right? I'm almost ticklish, yeah. you know, on the bottoms of my feet. So when they when like it, it just kind of helped for me to smoke and not think about that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. It just it it mellowed me out, so that way I wasn't like conscious of them massaging my feet. And it's funny you mentioned the tickle thing, too, because I see that a lot when, when I hit a ticklish spot on somebody. You get that little twinge. There's there's usually something going on right there. Is there really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you work it, you know, you kind of loosen it up, you get a little blood flowing through it, and it's not ticklish anymore. Interesting. Like, more times than I can count. I've, I've you know, kind of been going down somebody's back, like, right below their ribs. Mm-hmm. Usually it's, like, right in the in that space between your ribs and your pelvis. Yes. Yes. On either side kind of the spine. The su- like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, and a lot of times I'll like I'll I'll hit some something there and somebody oh I'm like you okay and they're like yeah it's just really ticklish and then I'll kind of dig into it isolate it a little bit and then you know a few it's minutes really later a sensitivity yeah a oh, few wow. minutes later it's not ticklish anymore. Somebody told me and I never followed up and looked into it but somebody told me that the same part of your brain that receives tickle is the same part of your brain that receives pain. Oh. So I don't know if you have any older siblings. Uh-huh. They ever sit on your chest and tickle you when you were a kid? My cousin used to. Yeah, yeah. and it was funny at first, and then it was ow, right? It was yeah. like, ow, 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 yeah. ow, 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 ow. Yeah. So, it, I don't know. I it's torture. Being yeah. tickled is torturous. Absolutely. It's torturous. Absolutely. I love, I love torturing my kids, though. <laughs> oh, I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter can't stand it. Yeah. She will scream bloody murder. Mine, too. Immediately. Yeah, mine, too. Like, I get close. Like, I, I have my hands close to her body. and Not she's even touching like, it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just immediate. <laughs> I don't know why it's so enjoyable. I don't know why I get such right? a kick out or, or, or scaring the kids. Such sadists. Like you just like you jump around the corner and they're like, "Oh God, I love it. I love it." My goal in life is to um, is to have a house where we get a lot of trick or treaters, because uh, I do want to sit on the porch in a scarecrow outfit with a bowl of candy in my lap. I've done it in a Michael Myers outfit. I love it. I've done it with love it. Michael Myers mask love and a it. gray jumpsuit. Love it. Dude, I had one guy just come up so excited. He was like, oh, are you fucking serious? Is that thing real? Is there a real person in there? And like, I was sitting there just doing this. <laughs> like heavy breathing at him. <laughs> <laughs> and I just held it. Yeah. And they were just like waiting and he's like. And then I was like, ah! and he got and him so anyway. He, got, and he yeah. was like, can I get a picture? Can I? And I was like, sure, what's up? 
That's awesome. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean. It's fun, man. It, yeah, it really is fun. But, I, but don't scare me. Please don't scare me. I hate that shit. <laughs> I hate it when somebody jumps at me because I do. I just want to punch him. Like, yeah. It's like a, everything tenses up. And you're like, ah. I don't know. Okay. I won't, yeah, see, I won't I, do that. I'm so lazy. I have delayed reactions. So it's like I'll get scared like five seconds after they've already jumped out. <laughs> after so they've already like, finished laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah. It's like, <gasps> dude. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, well, shit. Hey, uh, Zach, man, this has been so great. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I really I, uh, enjoyed it. Thanks so much for having me on. Dude. Yeah, I appreciate you coming through, dude. Like, I want to have you on again. I want to, you know, follow up and, and Sounds good. hear about where things are going. We'll, and We'll get you a massage and we'll, we'll follow yeah. up after that. that have a little, awesome, a little revisit and see how you're feeling after your massage. You that can, sounds awesome. Yeah. Definitely. Sweet. Do you, do you have any events coming up that you want to plug or anything, oh, what anything that we should know about? I feel like there's always something coming up and I'm I never, sure. I never uh, <laughs> remember it at the time. Um, yeah, what week is it? Let's see. I can't think of anything right now, to be totally honest. My brain's still a little shot from this past weekend. Uh, Humboldt, man. Yeah, Humboldt messed me up a little bit. In yeah. a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. That's awesome. There's a little, little neural reset that I felt like I needed. Nice. It was good. Yeah. Thing. But yeah, nothing uh, nothing major coming up right now. I think we got some Island Music Fest coming up um, okay. next month. Yeah, in Aug- the, the end of August, August right? Yeah, end of August. Yeah. Oh, so you guys are going to be out there? I think so, yeah. Nice. Yeah. They nice. invited us. We did it last year. They invited us back. Oh, cool. So, Was it a good festival? It was good, I, man. I the music was good. Year. Yeah, the music was good. Nice. Yeah, we did backstage for the artists. Um, Oh, what the heck's that girl's name now? She's like been touring with Slightly Stupid. Hyrie. Hyrie. Yeah, I met yeah. her there. I met her at the at the Island Vibes Festival. They last live. Year. They live here in San Diego. Yeah. Um, the band. Yeah. Um, I actually just messaged them to see if they would be on the show. Oh no so way! I'll cool. See, I'll see what happens, but yeah, I know that they're touring right now, but hopefully, hopefully, I can get them in. I, I've I enjoy their music. I, I've followed them. I go to Kelly Roots Fest every oh, yeah. year yeah. up in Monterey yeah. at the fairgrounds. So um, I had seen them perform a few years back. And uh, I've been following them ever since and just kind of, you know, listening to the music. So I enjoy their music. Yeah. But uh, when I found out they, they used to live in Hawaii, I think. I thought yeah. that they used to be based yeah. out of Hawaii. And then they I found out that they moved here to San Diego. I was like, oh awesome to get them on this show yeah so and i know that they're still pretty grassroots so maybe maybe there's a chance yeah but so. uh yeah that's that's I'm, I'm working to try to get them on the show oh yeah man you should i know um do you know anybody over at golden state no no golden state greens i know i mean yeah i don't even think i know anybody like that and be like yeah. oh yeah you should totally have hyrie call my guy you know, right i don't think that would work yeah but. no they i know that she's um really close with them because she was always pushing their their stuff yeah yeah, I met um, her. Oh, I met her at their event too. Oh, really? Um, at or maybe I'm getting that mixed up. Maybe she wasn't at the Island Vibe show, but she was at the Golden State Greens thing. Okay. I know, I know that she came by their booth and we met her there. I don't know. It's all confusing these days. It's yeah. Like, it's like it all just kind of blurs together, you know. Yeah. Like I met Slightly Stupid a couple times too. I love those guys, man. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I love those guys. Yeah. They're so great. Cool. We live in OB. Okay. We didn't know when we moved out here from Connecticut. We like we liked slightly stupid before we moved here. Okay, uh, we'd seen them a couple times in Connecticut, and like you know, yeah, great. We move out here. I'm like, oh shit, they're from OB. Like their music video they shot like right when we moved out here was in OB. 
<laughs> uh, I ran into Miles at Target. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, I got to go say hi. I got to go say hi. I'm sorry, That's honey. pretty dope. I'm sorry, honey. I know you're embarrassed right now, but I got to go say <laughs> hi to this guy. His kids were like screaming. He had his twin, boy, uh, twin boys, I think. He's like, yeah, my kids just pissed their pants. We got to come here and get some new underwear. Still took time to like stop and say hi. He was like just he was just a really really cool guy. That's cool, man. Yeah. So I love those guys. Offered them some massages. They never took us up on it. Oh, uh, okay. I guess, you know. It'll it'll come. It'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. If you want it to, it'll happen. It will. Maybe they'll see this. The universe will put it out there. Maybe they're watching this right now. Maybe they are. Maybe somebody that knows them is. Maybe maybe they are. Traveling Hands Massage wants to give Slightly Stupid some free massages. And High Fives and Hangovers wants to uh, interview Slightly Stupid for uh, an interview. So yeah. And Hyrie. So Hyrie, if you're watching this. Come on over. Come on Hyrie, over. you get a Please. massage too if you Please. want one. Please. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, this was awesome. Thanks yeah. so much for having me. Dude, this is great. So um, we're going to wrap it up here. I All think right. this was a good conversation. I, I think, think so uh, too, yeah. This was really fun, man. Yeah, likewise. All right, well. Thanks this so much. is Bam from High Fives and Hangovers uh, with Zach from Traveling Hands Company. We're signing out. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.